Hello, everybody. This is uh, coming to you with massive technical difficulties, uh, but we're here somehow, some way. My laptop is not not being cool. It's not being a cool uh, cool camper, but somehow, some way, it's working. Uh, and yeah, we're we're gonna make this we're gonna make this happen. We find a way to push through for you listeners. <laughs> yeah, we're 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 doing it. Uh, so yeah, another. This was this was definitely an active week um, for football. Hopefully, during this episode, we get some crazy MLB trade deadline news as well because we're in the thick of the trade deadline. Hopefully, you know Mets can get some good big pieces. Uh, and yeah, things are starting to heat up. We're forty-one days away from the first official regular season kickers foot to ball kickoff. Rams Bills. Thank 41 God. days away. That Thank is not God. a long time at all. No, it's coming. It's coming quick, too. I feel like it's going to be here before we know it. And, like, honestly, it is. Like, it's before we know it. I mean, it's training camp. Like, this is what we've been waiting oh, for. Like, the okay. like there, the amount of people on my feed that are at Colts training camp is giving me life because I just have constant access, constant tweets, constant videos to uh, what's going on. And I absolutely love it because I need this. I need this so I bad. I need training camp. Training camp is the thing that like gets me most excited for football because once training camp is here, the NFL season's right around the corner. I mean, OTAs oh, yeah. are great, but like I don't think you should get that excited with OTAs. I'm mean, granted a lot of training camp hype that we'll get to. Like you take it with a grain of salt, but yeah, a lot of it will fizzle out. Yeah, but like right now, anything so one player makes a catch and there's buzz around him. You know what I oh, mean? Yeah. Like it's. We're, we're three days, four days in the training camp. Like, this is what we're experiencing, and I love it. All it takes is one catch, one throw, one run, one interception, and then your seventh-round pick is all of a sudden going to be, you know, a Hall of Famer. That's literally all it takes. Um, but before we get to football, um, you know, Tuesday and Wednesday, some things got a little cleaner. There was a yes. nice, uh, yes. nice little Mets. The Mets won their World Series. They, There's a nice they little got, sweep that occurred. You know, handle business. A two-game sweep is what Mets, Mets fans are excited about. And you know what? Good for them. If hey, I hadn't won if, a World listen, Series if, since if, the if the Yankees had won both those games, they'd be excited too. All their fans wouldn't si- be silent. So I will not, I will not hear it. Uh, pretty clean over there. We, we enjoy that. And it's time, it's time to roll. The Mets, you know. Did what good teams do, and that's beat other good teams. So it's yeah. just, yeah, just that's all, that's all I, I have to say. Wilson Contreras is coming. <laughs> Jacob Degrom is coming. Big moves are coming. Steve Cohen said, "Let's keep the vibes going into the weekend." And all that means to me is that he's ready. He's ready to spend a lot of money. That's what that means to me. I will have a good weekend. It's it's going to be a great weekend. It's going to be excellent. <laughs> I, I'm just, it's you know, Mets fans. It's it's. I, I, you know, I'm always going to be a Yankee fan. I'll go to a Met game. I'll root for the Mets. But then games like this happen, and I'm like, why do I even root for the Mets? I'm like, this. I is, know. I mean, well, why yourself, do I do this? They're fan base. in this in this unfortunate situation. Uh, but yeah, hopefully some baseball news can come out. Maybe Shohei Otani will be traded today. We'll see. That would be <laughs> no. Maybe so stupid to not trade him, but we'll save that for if it does happen. Let's go with easily, honestly, one of the more hysterical situations that has developed in the offseason. And that's Kyler Murray's deal. Just the fact that they got here is hysterical. We all thought the bridge was burned. Then they signed it. 
And then obviously the study clause was leaked. And why is that getting leaked? Why is that why even is in that the contract? Leaked? And then what what blows my mind is how the Cardinals came out and said, because of the distraction, we never intended it to be like this. We're removing it. And why it's, was it in there? The, you guys got bullied by Twitter to remove a clause in Kyler's contract that you specifically put in there. And there's probably a reason why that was in there in the first place. But you got bullied to take every, it out. Every sports team... And, like, they all need at least a group of idiots like us, like two to three people that just know Twitter and just know how the common person is going to react and just just go to them and say, hey, listen, this doesn't have to be a high-paying job at all. This could be a very minimum side gig. But you need people that are just in the know, idiots like us. Hey, we're thinking about leaking this clause or releasing this clause to the public. How do you, uh, how do you think it's going to go? And when we start hysterically laughing, that's all you need to know of yeah. how the news yeah. of that is going to be perceived by the public. I mean, did they really think people would be like, oh, that's that's a good idea. Our $230 million, uh, let me try to do some quick math, $46 million a year quarterback. Let's make sure he's studying at least four hours off the field every week. We're, we're, we're mortgaging our entire, you know, third of our cap space in one player guy who's supposed to lead us to a division title and arguably the toughest division in the sport. Let's make sure he's, he's doing his job and let's put this clause in there. And if he doesn't, Oh boy, we're going to avoid that contract faster than anything. I mean, what were they thinking? What was he thinking? You, you just don't, you, you, I, I don't understand the whole situation. Like, I guess I get why you're putting the clause in there, but why? I don't know who leaked it. I I'm don't get it. No, I honestly leaked. don't get it. <laughs> like, I get it with, you know, like a lower tier player. Yeah. It's like, listen, you want to make this team, you got to put in the extra work. Not the guy who's supposed to lead your franchise. This should be an expectation. Not like, oh, okay, we're giving you all this money, but also please. Make sure you're studying four hours off the field and not playing Call of Duty. It's got to be because something happened in with them where they didn't believe in him. But you're still give, if you're giving someone two hundred thirty million dollars, two hundred thirty million, hundred sixty guaranteed, you have to believe in him. Honestly, like that's that's you're get, a two hundred thirty million dollars is not chum change. Like that is your entire future of your franchise that you just gave to him. Like you have I to mean, believe in him. It's just honestly. Just doesn't make sense. It just does not make sense. Yeah, yeah, it's ugly. And like to think that you were not going to get any backlash for this at all is crazy. It's crazy. So that's that. Oh, okay. Uh, hysterical. You know, guy who doesn't who like very soft spoken comes out to address it too and calls people out. Just hysterical situation. I'm glad that I'm not dealing with that because wait, just, did what? you did you see the t- the meme of Kyler? He's like he's playing video games. He's like, hey guys, I don't have homework anymore. Who's down? Oh to, yeah, who's down to? Pretty sure I saw that you retweeted it, and that's how I saw it in my timeline. Like incredible, oh, it was absolutely great. incredible. Oh, uh, the funniest things I've seen. Staying in the AFC NFC West. I mean, listen, John Lynch is a great GM, but that D Ford move. We'll start with that. Brutal. 21 games in three years. Brutal. Yeah. And Jimmy G, like, 
they finally in July declared that it's Trey Lance's team. I mean, how many times have we said it through our recordings? If they truly were offered two second round picks for him before the draft, like that's now four months ago, three months ago, three and a half to four months ago. If you decline that trade, I'm I no matter what you've done, it's fireable that he's still on this team. It's like what I get the surgery stalled it. I understand that. I do understand that. But come on. Come on. What are we, that's, what are we doing? That's, you got to – when that first trade got leaked, we knew it was fake. Because if that trade was real, they would have taken real, it in a second. No team was offering that anyway. Nah. 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 I'm stupid. Like, come on. But they're, like, buying in on Trey Lance. And, you know, now we'll see training camp, how it goes. Again, still hearing, like, mixed stuff. But – where does Jimmy G go at this point in the game? See, I mean, the really the only Giants, I think Seattle are the only like other two teams I've even heard linked. Cleveland, if Deshaun rightfully gets suspended, like where, where, maybe Houston, but they already got Davis Mills, so like I, I legitimately have no idea. It just makes no sense. It, yeah, it's something that's very confusing, uh, but. Yeah. You know what it is? Good for them. Good, good. Like, yeah. if that's what you guys want to do. I mean, if that if Trey Lance, like, shits the bed next year, like, John Lynch's seat has to be volcanic because yeah. your future hinges on that guy. And if he just turns out to not pan out, I mean, come on. That's a problem. Uh, but we'll see what happens. I'm sure he'll dazzle with some crazy training camp plays, and then we'll see preseason games, and then we'll see in the regular season. Yeah. We'll keep it. I know this is – I mean, all the news is coming from that AS, NFC West. Yeah, it is. I didn't even realize that. I can't that believe DK is only 24. So, Yo, he – that's wild. So I love, Dude, I love when players Campbell, get drafted young. I love I'll it. never forget that he didn't run around cones great, and, and then scouts were like, oh, yeah, he's not going to be good in the NFL. Yeah. You don't he have to be like an NFL four, scout to look at four. DK Metcalf's physique and say, oh, that guy's going to be a stud. How fast yeah. he is, how strong he is, like, come on. But three years, seventy-two million. It's like fifty-eight guaranteed, which is the most ever for a receiver. Cashed in, good for him. DK's an animal, and now I don't know if you saw the tweet or the graphic, but it's now like five receivers from the twenty nineteen class who have cashed in, and none of them are first round picks, which is crazy. And I looked at the graphic, and Paris Campbell was not on there, which stings. Yeah, because you could add Terry. He could have had DK. Yeah. Could have had AJ Brown. Could have Don't had worry. You could be an Eagle fan. You could have passed on all those guys and Jefferson. So Man, well now they have AJ Brown, so it's annoying. Yeah. But anyway, DK Metcalf, get your money. Deontay Johnson and Debo are next. Debo will get something from someone. Deontay Johnson's at odds because like he's a very good receiver, but He's better than Christian Kirk, so I don't even want to disservice him by comparing him to Kirk, but he's kind of in that tier of like just slightly below these upper echelon guys, despite what the numbers say. I don't know. This is, I guess, us like sleeping on Deontay Johnson again, because again, he's a very good receiver, but yeah. Yeah. twenty million for him is not sitting for me. It's just not it's not sitting for me. Uh, for for Deontay, I'm gonna give him 
18, 19, or 20. I'm not giving him more than that. And when I say I, I'm not even talking about the Vikings. I'm talking about a team that needs a wide receiver, like with a lot of cap room, whatever team that wants to be. But he's proven he may not have the flashiest name, the flashiest numbers. He He's good. The, the guy's good. I mean, he, he deserves to get paid something. So I hope that you know, he's, he's very solid. He's yeah. definitely very solid. But yeah, that's going to be an interesting thing that develops. And then, so Debo, what do we think is happening? Dude, if I'm the Packers, I'm going to give up two first-round picks and trade for Debo. Because I know you guys got Alan Lazard, Sammy Watkins. Now they're talking about this rookie that they got in the fourth round who we'll talk about. It's just, if I'm the Packers and you have Rodgers, what is he, 37, 36? Like, I go all in at this point. It's not like you're using your first-round picks to draft wide receivers. Why not give up the house and get Debo Samuel for for Rodgers? Granted, that's would be my worst nightmare, but it I think it's logical and I think it makes sense. Yeah. Apologies, I'm just you could go on to the next topic. I'm turning off my laptop's email notifications. I'm sure you were able to hear yeah. those horrid Outlook notifications. So those just, things give me uh those things give me nightmares. Right? Yeah, like it's Friday, five forty six. I'm going to be out of. I'm going to be out of the office. Triple zero, triple O's. The next three days, three next biz, three business days, Monday to uh, Wednesday. So the last thing on my mind is going to be work. So please go away. But yeah, that's pretty much you know. The, oh, did you just delete that? That was crazy. <laughs> we finished. We finished recapping it. We'll we'll save that for. <laughs> that's how, the second I. Yeah, that's that's that's, that's, the, that's the NFC West segment. To the injuries, because you already know this is what you. This is the terrifying part. Dude, it's, the it's been like three days, and it's like, whoa, whoa. So the whoa. Ryan Jensen one, huge, because he's a solid center. I mean, you he's have Jason Shredder out there. We've seen all the rumors, but the entirety of the interior of the Bucks line is now not there. That yeah. was their last couple of seasons. So that's wrong. And Brady, that'd be Brady a shame if Tom Brady gets hit a lot line. this year. I'm just saying, it'd be a shame if his sack rate went up. He Brady's used to playing with a good O line, and honestly, Jensen is one of the best O lines centers that you could have. So for him to go down right now is the worst possible thing that could happen for Brady. I, I honestly think it's worse than uh, Godwin getting hurt again, or Julio now getting hurt. Which I didn't even think to put that in the news. Julio Jones is now a Tampa Bay Buck. You know why? Because it's not news. We know we've seen this. We've seen this all the time. With not all the time, but we've seen it the past couple of years with Julio. Like, prove it. We know what you're capable of, but you're like 34 now. Prove it. Let me see you play in October. That's all I'm saying. Prove it. Play. Was he Play a healthy. factor with the Titans last year? I know he. I know he played like eight, seven, eight, nine games. Was he a factor? No. Would he have one touchdown? Did he have a touchdown? I don't even remember. I couldn't even tell you because I legitimately have no idea. I could pull up the stats, but Julio Jones is—he's not aging like fine wine, and it's just health because he still has the talent. I don't think there's anything wrong with the talent. It's just he had one touchdown, 434 yards, and one touchdown, 31 receptions. Terrible. And the year before that, only three touchdowns, 771 yards, and 51 receptions. Granted, he's been glass lately, but still, you, you need to see more out of Julio if you want to get excited about him being on the team. Yeah, like, and let's just, can we just acknowledge how disgusting number 85 looks on him? 
Oh, I would have went back to 11. I don't know if he could have. I don't know if someone already has that number, but I would have went back to 11 if I was there. It's, it's not right. 85 looks wrong. It looks, it looks horrible. Yeah, it looks weird. It looks disgusting. I will it say, looks disgusting. Altogether, him in a in a Bucks jersey looks weird. It's just it's very odd to me. But again, I'm happy he's not uh, a Green Bay Packer. Like I gotta say, I'm just happy he's not a Packer. You should have wished he was a Packer because then he'd take up a roster spot, and when he inevitably gets hurt, then you know it kind of puts them in a bind. No, 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 no. My luck does not work like that. Listen, those old bones in that temperature would not fare well. That's yeah. a problem. He needed to go somewhere. It was smart yeah. on his part to go somewhere. He warm. could not. He he knows his body. He's like, yeah, my joints, my bones. They're not gonna. They're not gonna do well. <laughs> they're not gonna do well in Green Bay. That's just not gonna happen. Yeah. Uh, he was gonna yeah. be regretting that decision. Interesting. Well, to see what happens with Tampa. I mean, they're still gonna be the heavy favorites in that division. Rightfully so. Chase Claypool. I mean, who knows yeah, if this? Who knows if this? You know, bumpins up the urgency. For the for the Steelers with Deontay, but I mean Chase Claypool came out the gate strong and then took a huge step back last year. So celebrating on a third down, never forget you, that. Never forget not you losing the game for the especially Steelers. not you. But there's another one. They kind of came in a flurry in the past few days. Just people missing time early. I'm gonna kind of go out of order, but Chase Young and Gallup both tore their ACLs last year. Likely aren't going to be ready for week one. I mean, when you tear it, you know, November or later, that's kind of the expectation that you're not going to be starting the season. Yeah, not uh, everyone's huge for the Cowboys, here. who basically just gave away Amari Cooper for nothing. So now it's big, big CD, big, big CD uh, production, hopefully for them. Uh, Jamal Adams, I think he's practicing today. I think I saw that he was back. I think he's just wearing a boot, not a boot, a club. Yeah, or something. he's going to be wearing a, cl- a special cast with his new broken finger, and he may get surgery. So he's trying to debate right now if he should get surgery in the all season or just let it ride. Just do what? Let it ride. Ah, let it ride. Let's ride. Let's ride. Let's ride. Let's ride. I didn't even there think of go, it. Ross. Let's ride. Broncos um, country. Let's ride. <laughs> When people honestly, when people kind of like act, like, when people kind of act like assholes and you know, kind of put teams in a bind like he did with the Jets, I don't feel bad for them when things kind of reverse. The Jets will be better than the Seahawks this year. The Jets yes. are better positioned in the future than the Seahawks, and I find that absolutely hysterical yes. because he left the Jets because he wanted to win. He goes to the Seahawks, and that trade has just decimated them. Yeah, it's ruined their their hopes of being better than what they are now. I mean, those two first round picks, the the Jets capitalized on them. I mean, you look at the Jets; they had one of the best drafts this year, and you gotta you gotta give credit to the Seahawks for allowing them to do that. Yeah, I mean, so that sucks. And he's uh, just another more NFC West news. You know, Derek Stingley staying in the secondary will uh, likely be ready week one. That's huge. When you, know, when you draft a guy third overall, you hope he's playing right away. Yeah, you uh, <laughs> Taysom Hill. Sorry. Sorry, uh, Dennis Allen. Sorry, wonder how you, Taysom Hill is going to be used this season. You, now that you, t- Sean you tight end there. mofos who put him at tight end when he's a QB. Like, you don't have Sean Payton there now, so how good is Taysom Hill or useful is he actually going to be? That's interesting. Uh <laughs> I love this. Bears starting center hand injury, Lucas Patrick. You just Who? felt like throwing that in there? Who? 
Who? I literally saw. But I know it's because you're a Vikings. The Bears. I mean, that that's that's they're getting up there as one of the most dysfunctional teams in the NFL. I feel so bad. This is a listen. When you look at the track record of some of these Ohio State quarterbacks, look at where they've gone. They've gotten like it's not fair. If just get Justin Fields out of there, all right, get him somewhere good because who would succeed there? I'm sorry. Would would Justin Herbert be succeeding here? No. No. Would any quarterback that was drafted with Fields be succeeding here? No. And I know none of them. Would Mac Jones look impressive? No. I'm sorry. This is terrible. You have a young quarterback and you hire a defensive guy? Come on. It's just I honestly legitimately think it's ugly. I think it's an ugly situation. I don't know. I feel bad because, like, I I don't think he's a bad quarterback. It's just that situation is so ugly. It's – I. I mean, Bears fans, you can't be too happy about what's going on. Like, it's it's pathetic. Um, but yeah, I'm glad that you. I'm glad Lucas Patrick was able to uh, to make it. I saw <laughs> it, and then what was it? Right before we got on, Micah Hyde. Yeah, Micah Hyde goes down. That's looking, huge. Yeah. Dude, that would be a brutal loss, and that's why, like, you know, you get excited over training camp, but like every day, all I do is pray that there's no injuries. It's just because, especially because us, we're like so accustomed to it. Um, it's just every day, like we're on day three, like last year with Wentz, day two is when it happened, and he, he missed was done all for the whole off season, so. That sucked, and I'm going to knock on wood right now. The Colts are in a decent spot health-wise. Obviously, you know, Shaquille Leonard is still on the physically. <laughs> Could you just let us know who Shaquille Leonard is? I mean, it's the maniac. Oh, thank so, you. So it, just so all you listeners who aren't Colts fans know, Darius Leonard decided Shaquille. to change his name. He didn't change his name. Shaquille. Leonard. That's his middle name. That's what he's been called his whole life. And he's like, you know what? I'm, I'm comfortable enough to say it. I'd like to be called Shaquille. He said, if you still call me Darius, it's fine. His preference is Shaquille. But if you call him Darius, it's fine. I'm going to keep calling him Darius. But it, yeah, you could do that. It, I, I'm riding with Shaquille Leonard. Uh, maybe he'll finally be noticed for defensive player of the year. And yeah, the maybe, this will, maybe this is like what it will take. Just, his different know. name is all needed. Um, and now we saved, oh yeah, my guy, that's huge. Like if you're a Bills fan, that's not what you want to hear at all. Especially one of your upper echelon, high impact players. When we know the goal is clear now, year five, Josh Allen, everything's coming together. It is Super Bowl or Boston Buffalo, which is obviously, you know, the pressure that that fan base has been clamoring for, but it's real. Like you're at a point now, these, you have the window, you got to take advantage you and we'll save the the saddest news for last is Chris Carson. I mean, the guy, anytime he played, was productive and was honestly awesome. Like, he was a very good running back when he was playing, but just another case of the NFL and a really talented player and your body just betraying you. I mean, year in and year out, it's injuries. This neck injury lingered very early last season and clearly bad enough to, you know, force him to retire. And it sucks. It really sucks. This, oh not to like diminish the injury at all, but you have a feeling this probably was the direction the team saw, which is why they took. I don't even remember the running back's name, but the one from Michigan Kenneth State, Walker. Kenneth Walker, 
why they took him because you know kind of had a feeling this would happen i said the same thing with the colts with nick cross like they kind of probably had a feeling that Kari willis was gonna go but yeah it sucks because chris carson violent runner i mean you could see why some injuries would pile up because the way he ran was just violent and it sucks like chris carson was a beast like he really was a beast and i don't mean to talk as if the guy's dead he's obviously very alive He's very, very alive. Twenty-seven, still a lot of life to live. But he's twenty-seven. We're the same age, and he is a retired NFL running back with braces in his neck. Don't say where you're. You're the same age. I'm young. Okay, you're almost. You're, <laughs> dude, don't worry. You'll be twenty-seven before you know it. Uh, but yeah, no, it, it sucks to see. Like you kind of expected it, but I mean, it, it. It when you see news like this, you can't help but just feel horrible because it's just you know so young. Yeah, you don't but, want to see anyone's career get derailed. But, like, I mean, what, is he 27? And then you look at, um, oh, God, Todd Gurley. Like, you see how his whole career spiraled out of control after he had his deteriorate knee yeah. injuries. I mean, at the same time, you're happy he makes the decision, though, because he's like, all right, I got to do what's good for my – who knows? Maybe he, he kicks ass in rehab for a year. He comes back at 30. I don't know how many teams are going to kick the tires on a 30-year-old running back. But he's making the right decision for himself. Yeah. This was obviously probably a very tough decision. You know, this is your your, your 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 dream, and to have to walk away, you know, that's that's brutal. But just hope the best for him. And again, it's it's brutal news to see. And I'm sure Seahawks fans, you know, he would have been like, you know, he's a guy that's been there for a few years, one of like the last shining lights on a team that's clearly rebuilding. So that's tough to see. Uh, let's do some buzz because, like you said earlier, this is the time where overreactions. Are imminent. What you 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 start us off, huh? I gotta say, I was watching videos of Michael Thomas. He looks good. Oh, see back, baby. He looks good, man. Michael Thomas looks healthy. Just a couple of verbs I saw: fluid, adjective, ad, adjectives. I don't know. I'm not good with my English uh, vocabulary, but fluid, healthy, looking good. Hips are looking good. I mean. Michael Thomas might be back, man. And honestly, if he is and Jameis stays healthy, the Saints offense, not bad. I mean, I know Kareem, not Kareem Hunt, Alvin Kamara, he's uh, probably going to be suspended for probably four to eight games. Cause, yeah, that's like a storyline that's just like not getting any. No, it is so under the radar. No one's any, talking about it at all. Um, But yeah, that's something I also think that honestly just clicked when I talked about Taysom Hill is how will the Saints offense look without Sean Payton? I mean – you're talking about an offensive genius and then going to a defensive guy. Like, I'm sure whoever the coordinators are, if they're still the same staff, you know, learn some shit under Peyton. But I don't know. That's a massive, massive change from going from Sean Peyton to basically anyone else. So I'm intrigued to see how that goes. How will Taysom Hill look? How will the offense look? I just don't know. I don't know. I mean – they have a good offense. They drafted someone, was it, 11th overall. They leapfrogged us to get uh, the guy from Ohio State. They got Olave. They, yeah, Chris Olave. They, you know, they, they got good receivers. So if they can make it work, if Alvin Kamara could come back healthy, I mean, they got a good offensive line. It's They're not horrible. Like, they're a good team. So if they could put it together, you never know. You never know. Yeah, we'll see. Um Another player, like I, I knew he was on there, but it just seems like every time you look at the Rams, you just realize they have just stars everywhere. It's so I annoying. Allen Robinson revival season is probably the most easy prediction to make. 
Yeah. I'm curious. I have, I have to start doing mock drafts probably this week, honestly. I'm curious to see where Allen Robinson's going next season. Probably does he high. Stay, does he stay in the same tier as he was, like third, fourth round? I don't think he's going to move. I think he's going to take be, him in the fourth round, probably in a heartbeat. If I saw him there in the fourth, I'd take him. Even if I had three wide receivers or whatever the, the way the trade. You could finesse it in like. a way to where Allen Robinson somehow becomes your flex. You're drooling. Yeah. I don't think that's possible, honestly. But if you can get in that situation, that's amazing. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I just. This is literally the first time in his life he's playing on a competent offense with a good quarterback. Not even like a decent quarterback or a great one, a good one. And guess what? This quarterback he's playing with is great. So I think this is going to work so seamlessly, so easily. And I, I'm, I'm excited because Allen Robinson deserves this. And he, he deserves, deserves a real quarterback. He does. So I'm happy this is what he's got. Yeah, he it'll, be, it'll, be, it'll be good. Good news for the Bills. They're very confident in Gabriel Davis and Isaiah McKenzie. You know, he kind of shit on the Patriots that second time they played them. Uh, he's a he's a good player. Like, he's just, you know, guy who returns kicks uh, and just is a shifty beast, slot animal. Good for them. That offense is going to need to churn if they want to keep up with the Chiefs. And I think they will churn. And I just think they're going to continue to ride. They're going to be riding, man. I think Gabriel Davis is good. I think Isaiah McKenzie's not bad. Honestly, late-round flyer on him. I would do it. Even if there was no hype coming from them, I would still do it. We're going to be riding with the Bills this year. I think you could probably guess what I'm laughing at. You riding? No. Just no. Romeo Dubes. I hate the Packers so much it freaking hurts. I Isn't Christian Watson on the PUP, though? Yeah, he's not healthy, which is I a great thing go. to see. So they got, you know what I mean? They got to get something in the, the news media to get hyped about so that Rodgers doesn't start slandering his own wide yeah. receivers. You see how he called Lazard a Hall of Famer? Yeah, like, why are you, like, taking shots at Devontae? Like, yeah, dude, like, dude, to lose one Hall of Famer to go to one Hall of Famer? Like, I guess he's, like, joking around, but he's a weird guy. I don't know. Like, I'm not even going to touch on the rest of this buzz because I don't care about Trubisky, Smith, or Mariota. So they're all looking like the starters. Woohoo. Yeah, let's get to the things that matter. I'll let you start with the Vikings. I'll wrap it up with the Colts. So w- another thing we got in here is some way too early training camp buzz, and so just because we're we're in the part of the NFL season where any news that comes out, the news, the media, they're all gonna make a bigger deal out of it than it really is. So our general manager came out very very honestly and said, "We don't have Tom Brady. We don't have Patrick Mahomes. We have Kirk Cousins." He's not the best quarterback in the league, but he's Kirk Cousins. And the media went crazy saying, how could this brand new general manager come out and say this about your quarterback? Are you nuts? Are you not professional? What are you doing? I don't see anything wrong with what he said. He said the truth. No one in the media is saying that Kirk Cousins is Tom Brady or Patrick Mahomes. Everyone in the media is saying that he's maybe, maybe a top 15 quarterback. And when I say top 15, I mean, he is number 15. So it's not like Questy said anything that wasn't public knowledge. He just answered a question. And if that hurts your feelings, and if you get rubbed the wrong way by that, I'm not sorry. That's the truth of it. We're not in a world where we're going to lie about things or sugarcoat things. Kirk Cousins is not the number one quarterback in the league, and that's okay. 
So I don't blame Questy for saying that. If Kirk Cousins is really upset by it, which I don't think he is based off of his comments, I think the media just needs to find a new story to, to complain about because to blow something up like this that's completely out of proportion and not even the context that people think it is, it's very aggravating. Yeah, I'm sure there was like I'm sure it was a very long much longer quote probably very complimentary yes also yes and then they take the a reality look. is is no he's not patrick mahomes and he's not tom brady yeah is that that's a shot? is that a shot at kurt cousins do you want to put even bigger expectations on a guy who let's let's face it doesn't handle you know spotlight and ha- huge expectations well do you want to put him on that pedestal i get he's getting paid like he's on that pedestal but come on let's be realistic uh it's just this is what happens in training camp, though. Everything is nitpicked, everything is harped on. We know the deal. So annoying. So that's that's that story that just came out. I mean, Pat McAfee was talking about it. He was really bashing on Questy, and I'm like, dude, I really rubbed me the wrong way. And like, I get it. Like, it it's this time in the NFL season where any sort of news that comes out, you have to make a big deal of it. Your job, you're in the media. I get it, but chill out, chill out. Come on. Um, Andrew Brew Jr., a second round corner looking filthy. Granted, one day of training camp, but if you're already undercutting Justin Jefferson with the first team defense against Kirk Cousins for an interception, that's a beautiful thing. You know, I'm, I'm not expecting him to come out and be like Xavier Rhodes, but if this guy could come out and take the starting job from Cam Dantzler, good for him. He deserves it. I mean, it's basically an open competition for the corners. If this guy is that good as a rookie, I'm going to be thrilled, and I'm not going to be complaining about it. So I love to see that type of news coming out. Um, Justin Jefferson, just the way he moves, the way he catches the ball, the way he follows the ball, tracks the ball, he's just a freak of freaking nature. I love watching him in training camp. Dalvin Cook looks good. The way Dalvin Cook is cutting is insanity. Honestly, I'm thinking about taking the third overall draft pick in my fantasy and taking Dalvin Cook. Because I am drinking the Minnesota Viking Kool-Aid this offseason. Um, Harrison Smith, they were making jokes at him at the end of a training camp that he is the oldest safety in the NFL, and he's only 33. And it's weird to say that, but now that the McCourty brothers, or Devin McCourty, whichever one is the safety, is retired, he is the oldest safety. And it just it doesn't even sound right, because safety, usually you could – play a little bit older than 33 so just definitely weird that he's the oldest active safety so definitely Wait, weird McCourty retired or i know jason mccordy retired he he must have been the same whichever one of them was the safety out of the mccordy brothers is the one that's not uh not playing uh and lastly well definitely really good- 34 is he's he still playing. a corner is no he he's the corner? safety jason mccordy is the corner Oh, Minnesota Vikings news outlets are lying. Well, then he is the second oldest safety. Basically, the the whole point of it was they were making fun of him for being the oldest. And it's just weird because I don't think 33 is that that old, but I guess it is in NFL years. Then the last thing, Kellen Mond, the coaching staff came out and said that our previous rookie, uh, now second year quarterback guy we drafted in the third round from Texas A&M, is fighting for the backup quarterback spot where Mike Zimmer, he's like, you know, Kalamon, we drafted you, but I'm going to ignore that you even exist. Our new coaching staff is going to come in and we're going to say, you know what? It's an open competition for QB number two. And I, I love that. But if you really watch Kalamon play, 
dude's awkward. He he's weird out of the shotgun. He's weird under center. The way he throws the ball is weird. It's he's a very non-traditional quarterback, and I don't know how to explain it. But a lot of his normal progressions that you would think that a normal quarterback does, the way a quarterback normally throws, it's very different. And it reminds me of Philip Rivers, how he had kind of a, a different throwing stance type of thing, and it's just. I'm I'm still excited. I I always want to give a young guy, a young rookie, or a second year player a, a little bit to to get excited about, but it is different, and I don't know if I'm that excited watching him be awkward. <laughs> uh, I meant to bring this up before, but you saw I was kind of scrambling because I lost the day. Is just everything that can go wrong today is kind of just going wrong. Things just it's just annoying. Uh. Are you how I know we've talked about this, but with these wide receiver deals, I know you're ready for it too and embracing it. How laughable is that Justin Jefferson contract going to be? It's going to be insane. It's going to be. Disgusting. You know what's funny? He just came out and he's like, "Money." What did he say? He, his exact quote was something like, "I don't care about money." <laughs> and you know how I view that as he, if he really doesn't care about money, then he's not going to be a Viking because. If I'm him and I just saw that top 50 player list of like most profitable players, like five of them were on the Rams. Justin Jefferson was nowhere to be found and he created the gritty. I mean, he should be one of the most recognizable, profitable players in the NFL and his jersey's not one of the most sold jerseys. He's not Cooper Cup out in LA. And if I'm Justin Jefferson, I want to be somewhere where I am the face of the league. And unfortunately, I don't think that's Minnesota. And if it was up to me, I'd give him a blank check. But I truthfully believe that if we don't win this year, he's going to want out of Minnesota pretty soon. And I can't believe I'm even saying that. But if he doesn't care about money and he wants to be more famous and more popular, I don't think that I don't think that we're the home for him. And that hurts. That definitely hurts. I hope I'm uh, wrong. I hope I'm dead wrong. I'll obviously jump on the Colts soon, but assuming, and I think it's happening, that Pittman has a huge year, we're going to face not as serious a situation, but he's going to get he's going to get money. He's certainly going to get money if he has a big year because you know Pittman, he's he'll get paid. Year. Pittman he, should get. We're paid. looking at probably twenty plus if he has a year. I think he's going to have, and I think he's going to have a big year. But we'll save that. I think he'll get seventeen mil, sixteen mil. I don't think he's getting twenty plus. It depends on the season he has. We'll get, oh we'll no! Get if he it. if he bought no, this season is this. You're I mean you're 100 right. It's definitely this season that matters for him. Do you have anything else on the Vikings or? That's it. Take the reins. All right. Well, Make yeah. It. We'll piggyback off that. I think I don't know if you've seen it on Twitter. I've said it multiple times that 1,400 yards is coming for Pittman. I just think Matt Ryan's number one receivers when the offense is clicking and it's competent, like this offense will be. Just feast. It's a number 11 again. He's going to feast. Yeah. I really truthfully believe it. Like, I, one of my other friends who's a Colts fan, we go back and forth every day. We're just, we've talked ourselves to a point where we're going to let ourselves down by how high, I'm so high on this team. It's it's crazy how, what training camp really does to you. But maybe it's the vibes of the Mets also that they're actually like really good. It's just like pouring over that maybe. This will finally be the time when the Mets and Colts are both good at the same time. It hasn't happened for me and honestly, almost like ever. Maybe 2006 was the only year where they both were good. Other than that, they've taken turns, and it's honestly mostly been the Colts and not the Mets. Uh, 
but I'm just hoping for that. I mean, I really do. I know for a lot of people, including you, Matt Ryan just has to show it and prove it. But I mean, the, 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 just, this is the kind of team that really gravitates and lifts its level, the level of its play up when there's a true leader there. And Matt Ryan, for all what you could bash the play all you want, you can't diminish the leadership qualities he has. Just every quote he has just makes me happier and happier that he's here. It's just such a culture change from freaking Carson Wentz. And this is the kind of quarterback that Frank Reich thrives with. It starts with accuracy, getting the ball out quick, throwing to your running backs and checkdowns, which is something that did not occur last year at all. So I think this is going to be a quick offense. You already know how I feel about Nahi Mines, and guess what? Through three days of camp, I mean, all signs are pointing towards a massive role for this man. Jonathan Taylor's legs are going to be fresher. That's why you brought in Philip Lindsay as well. And it's just going to be an offense that that cooks. I really think this is going to be a cooking offense. The O-line going to be intact. Alec Pierce, Gilly kind of, you know, summed him today. But that's what we want to see. We want to see Stephon Gilmore looking good. But I don't know. I just have – it's what training camp does to you, and it's what hope does to you. I just – it's a different team than last year. The quotes, these guys are angry at how they ended the year last year, rightfully so. They ended last season so shitty, so they should be angry. Naeem Mine said the guys that are getting older of this team are tired of not winning. You should be tired of not winning. You haven't won a fucking division in seven years. So I think the division drought ends – and I just think this is going to be a very formidable team. And I haven't even gotten to the defense. Yannick Ngakwe has been everything I could have hoped. The guy is amazing. You've already seen he's responded to a couple of my tweets. This guy interacts with all the fans. He's already become a fan favorite. Gilmore already said my piece about him. Nick Cross, the safety, is looking like a beast. Rodney McLeod is back there, just, you know, going to be shoring up that safety room. And Stephon Gilmore said he's never seen, you know, players in their – not never seen, but he said – Julian Blackman, who basically a free agent, basically a free agent addition because he missed most of the season last year. Who's a stud. I love that. That's my he favorite. He said that you know Nick Cross, rookie, and Blackman, third year, don't look like you know players that young. They just look so advanced past their years. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm very high on this team, a lot higher than I had been, and I just do think you know the hunger and just that narrative again about that Matt Ryan's done. It's very similar to Philip Rivers. Hilbert had a very solid season. And honestly, Matt Ryan at this point is better than Rivers was when he came to the Colts. Because Matt Ryan, Philip Rivers' year before he went to the Colts was abysmal. Matt Ryan still had a solid season last year. And that Falcons team had no reason being in some of the games that they lost. And certainly had no reason even winning six games. They had a very low over-under and kind of dragged them. So obviously I still want T.Y. Hilton back. And I, you know what? Just them saying he's still in the mix is enough for me to think that T.Y. Hilton will rightfully return to the Indianapolis Colts and join that 10,000-yard club. But, yeah, this is what training camp does to you. It gets you hyped. We're 41 days away, and I don't know. Just I think the the kind of quarterback that Matt Ryan is and the kind of offense that Frank Reich loves to run is just a perfect fit, and that's why he you know preferred this spot. And above all else, I haven't even gotten to the most obvious piece of this offense or I did a little, but haven't said it enough. I mean, Jonathan Taylor is only 23, and he's Jonathan Taylor. Like 23. You, you have 23. You have Jonathan Taylor. I mean, that's, that's amazing. That's a quarter. That's that is something. Those are three words that any quarterback in the NFL would love to hear, or four words. Sorry, you have Jonathan Taylor. 
who with fresher legs, guess what? They're not going to have to win games on his legs this year because Matt Ryan, we've seen him make comeback after comeback throughout his career. I know it's been an up and down win loss kind of thing, but he has the clutch gene regardless of the public, you know, image, regardless of the Super Bowl, regardless of that throughout the regular season, he's shown the ability to have those game winning drives. So he can win you a game. He can win you that Jacksonville game. He can win you that Vegas game. He can win you that Buccaneers game. He can win you that all those games where Rams, you know they needed something. The Rams and Ravens games, two games. The Colts, the Colts, dude. The Colts. You guys have so much potential to be so much better than you really are. And this it's, team was still a nine-win team last year. And I'm not saying this is a minor upgraded quarterback. I'm sorry. I get he's 37, 38, however old he is, 36. I'm saying this is a massive upgrade at quarterback for a team that won nine games last year. So I don't know. I know it's training camp. This is what fans do is get hyped. But I just, I don't know. I like, and then don't even get me started on Paris Campbell. I'm falling into it. He's looked great in camp. Uh, what'd they say? They're, Matt Ryan's getting him the ball in space and letting him make a play. Wow. Wow. You're letting a playmaker get the ball in space to make a play? Who would have thought this that? This is another Chris Carson situation. Hopefully the football gods let this guy stay healthy because he does have talent. I mean, he wasn't yeah, drafted yeah. that high for no reason. He's got game-changing speed. So if he stays healthy, that's a game-changer. That's literally a game-changer for this offense because you haven't seen it for three years. You have not seen Paris Campbell. You've seen one big Paris Campbell game, and then the Vikings killed him. So thanks for that, by the way. Um, we'll see. I mean, I think there's a lot of untapped potential with this team, and I'm very excited. And I can't wait for week um, week week 15 the when season. they kick the shit <laughs> on the road. <laughs> Late in the season. I can't wait, man. It's going to be a good time. I can't wait. I cannot wait. But, yeah, that's us getting hyped. This will be us for the next month, just us just bloviating over our teams, unless an injury comes, which, God, please, no. No Please, God, no. Please, for the love of all of our NFL teams, the Jets, the Giants, the Bills, the Vikings, the Colts, please, everyone, any, any fan or team of our listeners, please don't get hurt. That's all I could ask for. Please, Lord. Please. Bless the knees. Bless the knees. All righty. So we've said our bit. That's all I got. You got any closing thoughts? My closing thoughts. To all you Mets fans, congratulations on your World Series. I hope you get Shohei. That would be the most insane thing The funny thing, thing is, is that only Yankees fans are like – it's the Yankees fans that are putting the hype in Mets fans as if we're acting like – the Mets have been good all year, and we're just happy that they beat the Yankees. But no one's going out of control. It's the Yankee fans who can't get the Mets out of their mouth. We're on to the Marlins. <laughs> Yankees fans and Braves fans cannot handle that the Mets are this good. They can't. It's a fact. Oh, they can't handle that the Mets are 61-37 and sixty-one and 37 is an insane record. I know the Yankees and Astros both have even more insane records. But still, 61-37 and 37 is very fucking good. Yeah, it is. It is. And you're getting Jacob DeGrom back. So. Allegedly. Dude, I got to say, Alvarez has one of the most beautiful swings ever. And it, whoever you trade him for, I just hope he's he doesn't. He's not getting become, traded. No matter what the rumors are, that's a guy that they're not, they're not going to trade him. Dude, he has an insanely beautiful swing. He had that walk-off home run. It was, that, that, that ball was hit 900 feet. That swing is magic. He's not getting traded. I, I can't. 
there's no way that guy gets traded. Outside of Juan Soto, he's not getting traded. I don't even want them to trade for Shohei because I get it. You know, you're in win now, World Series push mode, but like the guy's walking at the end of the year. Why should we sell our farm when we could keep the farm and then get him? The team's yeah. still good enough to compete if you make a couple big moves. So we'll see what happens. Hot stove is in full effect. We'll go to a Mets game again soon, very soon, I'm sure. And I was happy with Ben Attendee, too. I mean, we didn't really give up anyone. What, three pitching prospects? And we didn't yeah, have to give up any of our big guys. Ben and now Joey Gallo is going to be relegated, which every Dude, Yankee Gallo. fan Been eight. Will, will love to see him, you know, no yeah. longer. I'll take Andy player. Hart over him. I, I just drives me nuts that he's even playing over Andy Hart. I, I can't get into this. I'm going to yeah. get angry. But – We'll see. More next time we record, there shall be big baseball news, I'm sure. Yeah. Because the trade deadline will be over. And just more exaggeration, overreaction, and hype because of uh, you know, training camp. That's what it does to you. We are forty one days away, folks. Forty one days away from kickoff. How beautiful it is. Thank you for stopping by. Peace. Peace.